1: Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kyle
2: O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. (laughs) This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In
1: Raw. What's
0: up, it's your girl Sasha Banks, Legit Boss, and you're watching Going In Raw. You like that?
2: Hey, friend o, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here youtube.com forward slash Steve and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. Yeah, that's right. And uh, if you like Going In Raw, if you're a fan of the show, hit that like button yeah, here why not on YouTube. If you're listening to us in the audio realm, hey, you, you in the audio realm, Leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It really does help going in Raw. It helps it more if you smash it.
1: Smash it. Odd smash number, it? Smash that like, but an odd number of times.
2: <laughs> does it register the pressure with which you're uh, exerting the like button? No,
1: but I just feel like it's uh, it's a measure of one's enthusiasm.
2: Fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, uh, another Monday Night Raw in the books. This is uh-huh. part of a uh, – so they taped two ep- – or they they did two episodes. Yeah, they
1: did one live and they taped the other one. Like they did crowd. last year and we were there.
2: Yeah, I think that uh, this year, okay, I'll say this, year over year, this episode was much better than... Oh, yeah, well, there was no McMahon shakeup to start the first episode. and Things not. were really bad creatively last year. I feel like yeah. with one big glaring uh, exception, uh, last night's episode was actually pretty decent.
1: It was pretty good. It was one of those episodes of Raw last night that was like, oh, this is pretty good and i i can't help but think man this would be a killer 2 hour show yeah and yeah you can go through and say well what what could be gotten rid of me there's not a whole lot that that could have end up on the cutting room floor yeah. i'm just saying in terms of the actual enjoyment of the show the the pacing all that stuff yeah take out what filler there was not a ton and just whoop yeah streamline it that could have been
2: a killer 2 hour show yeah no i agree uh, yeah uh, we get let's let's mention this too we we of course obviously Uh, We do the show live. Mm -hmm. There are spoilers out there for next week's episode. Mm -hmm. Let's not dive into that. No. In the chat here, please. Uh, Or in the YouTube comments, I guess. Uh, That being said, it
1: sounds like it could be pretty decent.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. Um, It'll be interesting to see what the crowd's like. Uh, Tony Pizza Guy was in attendance last night. I think it was his birthday, like yesterday or the day before. Oh, really? Happy birthday, Tony. I love Tony. He's a great guy. He's great. So, yeah, he had mentioned that... uh, I don't know if he just didn't understand when the doors open and when it was supposed to start. Maybe he thought it was supposed to start when it usually starts. But they started things early last night for the live crowd. So what we saw last night on TV was actually, if you're watching on the East Coast and you're used to it live, it was actually just live-ish. It was like on a bit of a tape delay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, And then... So, yeah. Joe Juarez asked, what's that experience like to sit through two entire Raws?
1: What happens is they'll do the full three-hour Raw first, at least when we went. And then the second Raw, they just tape the matches. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, they just tape what they need to tape in front of the audience. They just about commercial breaks. Yeah, There's right. not a whole lot of stuff out in the ring. So it was so more it, like
2: a five-hour affair. Yeah, it
1: was like four <laughs> and a four-and-a-half, five-hour show uh, when we went. And it wasn't that bad. They yeah. kept the pace up, especially toward the uh, the second half of the show. And there was some fun stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I would assume the same thing happened here. Yeah,
2: yeah. But, no, I think it did, too uh it, it kind of just makes sense nobody wants to sit there for six hours with like waiting through imaginary commercials that too make lot too much too much uh
1: it's not an efficient use of their time either to do that yeah
2: but no i thought there was some stuff on the thumbnail of course we have becky lynch uh challenging oscar mm-hmm. and uh i thought this was kind of a cool motivation for her when she said uh they're they're not trying to bury me she's like i'm in the tag division all of a sudden they're not trying to bury me. Try they're to trying to protect, protect me. Protect me. Look at how my I'm merch sales—they're golden
1: goose now. Yeah. They don't want me out there either getting hurt or worse yet exposed as not the best. So they're trying to keep me from Oscar for that reason. And she says, "I got. I need a match against you, Oscar, because I haven't beat you before. I have something to prove, not only to the, the powers that be, the higher ups, management, but to myself. Mm-hmm, yeah. Let's throw down.
2: Yeah. Yeah." I thought that was really good stuff. It was a good promo. It was short. It was to the point. They didn't belabor any points. No, because she, uh, she turned to the camera when she was talking yeah. to Oscar. It's like, is, is, is it challenge. okay if I talk to the camera? And that was pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> is it okay if I do that? Yeah. Um, and then I like the, the Seth stuff I thought was fine. I guess the big, giant, glaring weirdness kind of thing that was like, why did you just do that? They had like an hour-long gauntlet match. And the results of the gauntlet match didn't even matter.
1: But here's the thing: so it was confused, like so. The finish was Andrade, uh, DDT Hammerlock DDT Correa on the concrete ringside side. Yeah, took the ring that And so they didn't make any statement about what the finish of the match was. But on Instagram, they said Andrade won.
2: What? Well, that doesn't make sense
3: because it make Seth, any
1: sense. Seth also. Ch- I thought the point was Seth challenged, but also during Ray's promo after the gauntlet match, he said, "Oh, I'll take on Andrade any time." Oh, okay. So I mean, like he should have got DQ'd for DDTing uh, Creo on the exposed concrete. That I should be a disqualification. He was
2: hop in the ring and get the ten count, or he can just roll him back in, do another hammer lock, and then get the win. Like there's any number of ways you could do that without him moseying back through the crowd or back to the whatever that back entrance was. Yeah. There was any number of ways, but it was, it was weird. And then Seth comes out, and he challenges. And I'm sorry, I, I'm glad they're redesigning. Apparently, that's a thing now. They're, they are redesigning. Apparently, the new U.S. title is finished, and it has been provided to the WWE. I imagine Seth might win that. Are we going to get Seth versus Kevin Owens at Mania for that title? That's a big bummer. I mean this honestly this entire could you could you imagine how much more important this would all feel if Ray had the WWE championship right now and Seth was aiming for him as opposed to wherever Brock is holding that I title know, up I know it's ridiculous and we're going to get him versus like Kane Velasquez <sighs> or some crap like or that or yes, Tyson Fury or even worse Tyson Fury like that's terrible it's that's awful. R- that's really bad it's really bad uh but otherwise I thought uh, that I was thought I, like why wasn't this War Raiders OC match for the tag titles well, why wasn't that the match that we got the night before? I mean, I know that was an open challenge it was for the titles, and they don't want to put the titles on. The, they, they don't want to take the titles away from the Viking Raiders. I, I mean, I why wasn't it not for the titles? Like, uh, what's like even Joe at the yeah. match? He's like, oh, new champs. Oh wait, yeah. why wasn't this for the titles?
1: Yeah, doesn't make any sense. They had a match for the titles on the, the pay per view, went to a double, double count, count out. out. So like the OC has to earn another title shot by beating the champs already.
2: Is that the idea? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like they're not going to do an open challenge now because they know it's going to be the OC. Yeah, it's 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 in this. They only do open challenges for jobbers. Yeah, they need
1: to do something about this Rowan thing because it's the same thing every week. It's the exact same thing every week. They're not going to do it. The jobber wrong. goes over, looks in the cage. Uh, Rowan hits him with a fun splash, two iron claws. He wins. It has been the same thing the last
2: four weeks. I know they're not going to. I bad news for you, my friend. No,
1: I know they don't know what's inside that cage. They don't know anything about
2: it. No. We got to see Deanna Perazzo last That was great. That was that fun. Was that was really a really good match. Cool. That was really cool. And um, the main event
1: was fun. It was a weird Oh, how I love the main event. main event was fun. It was weird how it cut to commercial briefly, so they went over. Okay, so what did you see when it cut? We saw. I saw the very beginning of the sneak preview of what our ne- new That's USA show. That's what I show, saw as well. Okay. And then it lasted me 30 seconds, and then they went back.
2: <laughs> I started, I started panic, uh, uh, looking for my phone in a very panicked fashion. Uh, Because I was like, wait, what's Twitter say? Is everybody getting this? Is this just for me? Is this a Steve sneak preview? Me and Big Red were very confused. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's kick this off uh, with a Seth Rollins promo. Um, He introduces the AOP.
1: AOP. So he says when uh, he debuted in NXT, the world was saying, Seth Rollins is the future. Yeah. Uh, When he came up to Maine, um, they were saying the same thing. Seth Rollins is the future. And he said they were saying, how is the future all the way up to this year? Uh, after I beat Brock Lesnar twice, then the mood changed and people started to question his leadership. Mm-hmm. Because he's running people down on Twitter. Um, and he <laughs> says, being a leader is not about being cool or making the easy decisions, the popular decisions. It's about making decisions that advance progress. Yeah, he's a progressive now. That's good. Um, he, and he says, I'm going to lay some truth on everyone. I'm a leader. No, I'm a visionary. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to lead Raw and WB into the next decade and beyond. And everyone is coming with him, whether they want to or not. Yeah, man. It's, an, it's a it's new his, age. He said, He said I will impose my will. And if they resist, the
2: AOP will enforce Seth's will. I like this setup more than I liked his previous. Although I thought that he was wildly entertaining. As uh, previous heel Seth back in the day when he yeah. had J&J. Yeah. I thought that comedically he had a lot of good chops there. Yeah,
1: but I don't know if they could go to this heel turn without that heel turn. You know what I mean?
2: You think that you think, oh, oh, no, 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 I agree. I'm just I'm just putting him side oh, by yeah, side yeah. in terms of presentation. I like that he's coming off more as a, uh, I don't know, like an 80s movie villain, you know? Yeah. Well, he's got I the like gravitas of having of done everything.
1: Agreed, yeah. And without that, he's like, oh, you're a leader? What have you done? You yeah, know. exactly. Yeah, I so, like this. This is good. Uh, he says he's got a score to settle. He's He turns kind of apologetic. says, i got a score to settle tonight, and it's not going to be popular. It's not going to be easy. I'm just going to say this before it happens. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, that was good. I like that, because you're setting up like, oh, what is he going to do? Who's he going to attack?
1: Yeah, and then they gave Joe like two minutes talking about AOP, and I thought that was great.
2: I thought that was really cool also. Yeah. And he was he was pretty menacing with that as well. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they're gonna go somewhere. Was there another Joe bit? Somebody mentioned a Joe bit, and I wonder if it was that.
1: Oh, for the next draw. Uh,
2: Oh, oh, that's a spoiler thing. Okay, never mind. Don't get into that. Because okay, that's what it was. Somebody said, you know, I read about the thing, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to know about that till it happens. So at that.
1: But uh, Joe did some tag matches in NXT with AOP. We saw the house show here.
2: Yeah, dude, I was there front row. They are AOP, are big dudes. They are massive, terrifying. Mass, massive they dudes. are legitimately terrifying. Yeah,
1: they are. Uh, after that, War Raiders versus the OC. Uh, OC starts match with the Promos, and they're the only team that have beaten the War Raiders. They give them their one loss at a Crown Jewel. They are the best tag team in the world. Uh, the Raiders are in control early until uh, Ray Rogue goes for a suicide dive. Luke Gallows hits them, uh, follows with a follow-away slam into the barricade. Then the OC are in control. Mm-hmm. Rose, what, why Ray Rose, always the one isolated. Yeah, I guess Hanson. He's huge. So I mean, I, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't make. Yeah. I guess he's the smaller of the two, even though he's not small by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, so he's getting isolated. He gets the hot tag to Hanson. Hanson clears the ring. Uh, that's until Carl uh, Anderson hits a neck neckbreaker. Uh, OC seem like they have the uh, the advantage for a bit, and then Hanson hits the handspring elbow on both of them. Uh, the War Raiders follow with double suicide dies, go to commercially come back. Uh, OC hit a boot of doom, mm-hmm. only gets him a two count, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the War Raiders uh, go have the advantage for a bit. Hansen goes up top for a moonsault to Carl Anderson. Uh, Gallows pulls him out of the way, and then they follow with a magic killer for the win.
2: Yeah, solid match. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I I totally get what you're saying. Like that really should have been for the tag titles, but uh, yeah, we'll see where that goes. Uh, after that, we got the OC celebrating backstage. AJ Styles in particular is very happy mm-hmm. with his guys, and uh, he's like, uh, "Then tonight, I'm going to show Randy Orton what the deal is." And then they're like, "Yeah, yeah, two two sweet brother, we're going to be out there with you." And he's like, "Whoa, no, I'm going to do this by myself. I'm going to take on Randy Orton by myself. Yep. I can do this by myself." Yep.
1: So, yeah. Yep. After that, another uh, Eric Rowan Jobber match. I pretty much described everything that happened. Jobber was there, leaves the ring. Uh, Rowan cuts him off one way. Jobber goes the other way. Rowan cuts him off that way. Jobber goes out of the ring, comes up the other side, looks in the cage. Why are all these Jobbers so intent on looking inside this damn cage? They not watching previous episodes. They know exactly. They should. If they, su- if they do,
2: they should be doing their homework, doing their advanced scouting. It's very tempting, though. It's very tempting. Because has anybody actually successfully peeked in? I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, a couple of the jobbers have. Have actually looked behind it? How come no one goes and interviews them? Right. Like, you'd think that'd be a dirt sheet thing. There's there's Meltzer on this. There's huge gaping holes in the story all over the place. I mean, nobody really knows. The problem is nobody knows their names, except for local competitors. Well, the problem is that that no
1: one in creative knows this inside the cage. Yeah. Um, So he's about to look into uh, the cage. He sees Rowan coming towards him. He runs away, slips. Rowan hits with a fun splash. Two iron claws. That was a
2: rad. That kid sold that fun splash so well. Like he kind of jumped up with it. It was rad. That was that looked really good. Um, I think. Court. Hold on a sec. We got to give our props to local competitor. Oh yeah. Uh, Let's see who he was. I think I I read that he was um, uh, out of Seth Rollins school. Mm. Uh, Here we go. Oh, that makes sense. Dante Leon. In the area. Uh, Dante is a graduate of the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy. He's also competed in AAW Pro, CWE Canada, Iron Spirit Pro, and SCW Pro. Used to be known as Scott County Wrestling. Welcome to Scott County. I don't know why I said it like that. That's a little dude right there. Look at at that. Yeah, I (laughs) know. I know. I thought that too. He hasn't quite filled out yet. (laughs) He has not quite filled out yet. No, he hasn't. Oh, man. Anyways, uh, so after the squash, we had uh, Andrade being interviewed with Zelina Vega, of I course. I thought this was great. This was really good, yeah. Uh,
1: so uh, Charlie says to Andrade, you're probably the favorite, except Humberto Crio has already beat you a bunch. <laughs> He's in yeah. this gauntlet match, too, and Andre, Andrade gets angry, starts talking Spanish. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. He walks off. Zelina follows up, uh, partially in Spanish, mm-hmm. uh, partially in English. And then Andrade comes back in and says, esta mi noche. It's going to be his night. Yeah, correct. Good stuff. I uh, like that they're they're allowing him to speak Spanish.
2: I know. I know. It's great. It's funny. When they take something away from you or they keep something back from you, like, you know, when, when you'd hear stuff like, oh, Vince doesn't. Vince wants all of his superstars to know, like, perfect, fluent English. Yeah. With uh, the what was it called? The Mid-Atlantic. Oh, the Mid-Atlantic accent? Yeah. It's yeah. like everybody's talking like there's testimony from the Watergate trial. <laughs> right. Um, you know, but they let Asuka, uh, you know, go off in Japanese, and it's beautiful to hear. Andrade, I mean, he sounds so great in Spanish. Oh, hell yeah, man. So I'm all for that, man. I love yeah, that too. stuff. After that, we had a, a Liv Morgan video package. This is the first time we've seen. We've had real clues. As to what the hell this... Uh, yeah, she said something along the
1: lines of... She has to destroy herself. To become herself. It was yeah. all about, yeah, the, my friends, uh, they made, they had me dressed ways I didn't want to dress, act how I didn't want to act, and it was all B-roll of her with Riot Squad.
2: Yeah, so she took a bath in the video. And then kind of stared then, somewhat menacing towards camera. And then And then, yeah, and she, like, like, went yeah, under the water. Be then you see some bubbles pop up. Yeah. She just sits in the bathtub and farts. Blip, 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 blip. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I saw a thing on Twitter today. Somebody was like, people are going to be, if they don't have her be with the Wyatts, she, people are going to be very disappointed. They're going no, to hate this. I'm going to be more disappointed if she ends up with, with the Wyatts. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If they do it cool, I'd be cool with it. But, like, it, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how many people actually expect that with this. It's been two weeks now, or at least two weeks, when we've got this makeover of Liv Morgan. It clearly, yeah. I mean, unless they do pull a swerve, that that's fine. I'd be okay with it. I'm not expecting it. And no. if it doesn't happen, I don't care. No, I don't either. So, I mean, that's it's going to, like everything else, it's going to get by on whether, on how well uh, the performer uh, performs it. Mm-hmm. And, like, if the creative is, is decent behind it, you yeah. know? Yeah. If it's just, if it's simply a fleshing out of her character into something that her as the performer is more comfortable with, I think it's probably going to be successful. Exactly.
1: As opposed to shoehorning her into a role thats that isn't, uh, doesn't play to her strengths. Yep. Like what they try to do with Emelina. Uh, next, uh, Bob Lashley and Lana Promo. Um, so at first, uh, Lana's uh, gushing over Bob Lashley. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, he's so beautiful. Well, he, yeah. I Maybe mean, he's a handsome man. He yes, yeah. yeah. He's jacked. Yeah. Um, she declares <laughs> Rusev Day dead. Oh, boo on that. And then Lana says, I want you, Bobby. Yeah. Tells the crowd to shut up yeah. and says she wants the world to know how much he loves her. Yes. And says Lana, or Lana says, Bobby, I want you. She produces a ring. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you
2: to ask me to marry you. Yeah. And then Bobby pauses. And this got a good baby face pop for a second because he says... I don't like when anyone tells me what to do. And, uh, and the crowd's like, oh, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. And then he says, except, except for you. Except
1: for you. <laughs> and then, boom, He takes the knees, he proposes, she accepts. <laughs> and the one funny bit was
2: like, oh, this, this, you did this just how we rehearsed, she says. <laughs> Dude, look, it's it's the same thing. I know you're down on this, but for me, it's the same thing. Week to week, I either cringe or I'm entertained. That's, that's the level of this, you know? It's like, either it's funny stuff, or it's just completely overbearing and it kills my soul um this week i was entertained i thought it was funny i thought it was good i don't know bobby lashley in my eyes is great uh after that our truth comes out and uh, he's, uh once again talks about being this is the start of the gauntlet stuff mm-hmm. he was inspired by his childhood hero john cena uh and then he's going to win the us title of course he's still 24 7 title champ uh although those rules were suspended for this match yeah uh, and then he's going to take both the, the titles to Mania, and he points to a non-existent That's pretty funny. WrestleMania sign. That was really good. So our uh, truth kicked off the number one contender gauntlet match against Akira Tozawa, who's like the workhorse of the WWE these days, man. Yeah, man,
1: he's getting a lot of work. He's, hey, man, he can put on good matches just about anybody. I'm happy we got yeah. to see... Tazawa versus Ricochet they are good friends. Yeah, I know it's always fun to see that kind bring of bring in bring over Apollo Crews What brand is he on? Is he on Raw? Or is he on Smackdown? I have no clue. Anyways, I want to give me the ricochet Tozawa Apollo Crews moose faction in WWE I'm gonna Find out right that's now. that's what man. I want to see because they're all like best friends.
2: I know where's moose man I know Moose moose another reason man. Maybe I'm, I might just watch it Are we allowed to Hey, find out somebody find out for me am I allowed to co-stream impact wrestling?
1: Could I thought surprising. you could. Oh, I, th- really? I thought
2: Pulse did at some point. Oh, maybe. Could be wrong about that.
1: Uh, anyways, wasn't that much of a match. Tozawa won with a roll-up. Uh, as soon as Bell Ring's conclusion of that uh, section of the gauntlet match, out runs a loser locker room, <clears> and they all chase R-Truth through the crowd.
2: He's on the SmackDown
1: brand. SmackDown. All right, we'll bring him over to Raw. Uh, next... Ricochet versus Akira Tozawa. Man, this the, this match wasn't long, but it was fast, fast, and fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, these two guys. I don't know how much they worked together. They probably had head matches together in Dragon Gate. Um, Ricochet's time there, mm-hmm. uh, but man, great chemistry. Yeah, it was great. awesome stuff. It was awesome um, early on. Tazawa sends Ricochet out of the ring with a kick, hits a suicide dive, then for an, then another back in the ring goes for a missile drop kick. Uh, ricochet counters with a drop kick of his own, hits him midair. Great stuff. Awesome sequence. Back and forth, back and forth, leading to a German suplex from Tazawa. That only gets him a two. Uh, ricochet goes for a standing shooting star press. Tazawa gets his knees up. That gets him a two count. Uh, Follows with a super kick. Goes up top. Jumps off. Misses the senton. And Ricochet hits his own super kick and recoil. For the
2: win. I love the recoil. I think it's a fun move. After that was Matt Hardy. He comes down. Of course, every time Matt Hardy wrestles in WWE now, he'll like start tweeting about how like all this like finality stuff, You know, like he's retiring again. No, I think he's retiring. I think he's alluding to the fact that he might not resign with WWE. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it seems like every time he comes out and has a match, it's like his last one in WWE. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just funny to me because then he comes out again the next week. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's silly. Um so anyways, yeah, back from commercial. Matt Hardy's in control. Ricochet turns the tables. Matt catches a springboard clothesline into a cool side spot. effect. That was really cool. Only gets a two. Uh Matt Hardy misses a moonsault. Ricochet hits a standing shooting star press, gets a two. Uh Matt evades the 630. Goes for a twist of fate, but Ricochet rolls him up for the win. For
1: the win. Uh this next bit was great. Ricochet and Creo are awesome together.
2: My God, this was so much fun. I boy. If, that, if, if whatever that business was about Vincent Mann not being an Umberto Carrillo, that better be a bunch of malarkey because, holy crap, mm. every week he comes out and he looks like he's got even more confidence. Yep. Like, he shows up in that freaking superhero outfit, that cape and all that kind of stuff. I'm sorry. I know Ricochet wants to be superhero, but Umberto Carrillo. Maybe they should start a tag team. Primero yeah. superhero. Superheroes together.
1: Is uh, that their uh, tag team name? Superheroes together. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
2: in Espanol, though. In Espanol. I wonder what superhero is in superhero. Uh,
1: so, uh, Creo's in control early. Apparently, it's uh, recorded as a superhero. Okay. Starts working over Ricochet's arm, which is a different strategy than we usually see Creo employ. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the Ricochet makes a comeback. Mission driver gets him a two. And then Zelina comes out to uh, watch the match on the ramp. Yeah. And right as she shows up, we go to commercially come back. Creo is kicking out of a roll up. Uh, Ricochet has the advantage, though, following that. hits the shooting star press, gets himself a two-count. Uh, Creo goes up top for Moonsault. He misses a uh, bunch of cool back and forth between the two of them. Uh, and, and Ricochet sends both of them out of ring with a crossbody. They both barely beat the
2: ten-count. The camera work on that crossbody when they both had all the ring was really interesting because, like, they cut to... They cut to a guy who seemed like he was almost not ready, mm-hmm. but like he was in—he got in position and he followed them both, and they were like po- both perfectly in sync. But with yeah. the cam sort of the docu-style movie, yeah, it looked yeah, really yeah. cool. Yeah. I don't know—I just noticed it. Uh, and
1: then uh, they get back; they're back in the ring. Korea goes up top for that uh, top rope poison rana. Ricochet lands on his feet, kind of like they want to do the uh, the Osprey Kodobushi spot from New Japan, but in terms of the production, it wasn't executed as well. Creo then basically hits a destroyer on him, mm-hmm. followed with a moonsault for the win. Rad. That so was rad. Both Creo, well Creo advanced, so I guess especially him, but both of them are just like beat up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time. And yeah. so then Andrade is the last one. They in. said
2: Ricochet was in the ring for like 45. 35 minutes. Oh, 35? I thought it was 45.
1: Um, so uh, Andrade's turn. Instead of coming down the ramp, he attacks Creo from behind, hits him with double knees in the corner twice, tosses Umberto out of the ring. Removes the padding ringside, tosses Creo into the barricade, and then falls with a hammerlock DDT on the concrete.
2: By the way, Ricochet also, and this isn't really a spoiler, but he also has a match next week. So he basically had four matches last night. Like mm-hmm. even after this, yeah. he came back out for another match.
1: Yep. Um, and so Ray runs down to ringside. Andre is like, all right, I'm out of here. Uh,
2: and I was like, okay, so Umberto wins by DQ, but it doesn't seem like it. Well, did Umberto even come to enough to get into the ring at all?
1: No, but uh, then Andrade never got back in the ring. He ran away from Ray.
2: Yeah, right. So, like, what do you do in the case of a double countout? Like, could could you have a double countout? You in could. A gauntlet match? But
1: also, the ref would be well within his right to disqualify Andrade for doing that. Oh,
2: sure, yeah, because he's using, yeah. But the commentary didn't say anything. Did the bell ever ring for Andrade? I don't recall. For him to be in the match? I don't recall. Maybe the match never got started. If the match never got started, then I would assume in that case Andrade would forfeit and Carrillo would just win because he's the last guy there. Maybe. That's Sorry. what I would assume. But However, then if he's not
1: fit to compete, then also they
2: just might just toss the whole thing out. Which well, which we thought was going to be the case, but then you said on Instagram?
1: They said that Andrade won. The way uh-huh. Ray put it, he was like, I'll I'll face
2: Andrade whenever.
1: Ah, fair enough. But then I don't see how they... The only way I can see them t- saying Andrade won that match is that after the hammerlock DDT on the concrete, which should be an illegal move, mm-hmm. they, uh, the ref determined that Creo was no longer fit to compete and thus awarded the match to Andrade.
3: No but, say, senor, no th- say. But
1: commentary didn't say thing one about any of that. I'm getting all this from an Instagram post from WWE. So, I don't know. Anyways, so uh, we go to commercial, we come back. uh, Ray is still the ringside area. They're taking Humberto out of there. Uh, Seth and AOP walk down the ring, and Seth is carrying Ray's steel pipe that he gave Kevin Owens last week. Um, And uh, AOP gets in the ring. Uh, Ray steps up. They lay him out. Mm -hmm. Seth gets in there. He says, "Uh, hey, Ray, I just came out here to give you something that belonged to you. Puts the pipe down the ground right in front of him. Ray kind of comes to a little bit, tries to grab it uh Acom steps on it yeah they continue the beat down seth gets back on the mic ray i'm not an eye for an eye tooth for a tooth type guy i'm a merciful leader that was good um and ray it's your lucky night he's looking at the pipe the whole time yeah says uh you owe me one and he leaves then turns around and hits him with a stomp anyways yeah that was good stuff it's very movie villain stuff yeah he is i like that we go backstage uh seth and aop are walking around they're stopped by charlie crusoe for an interview and Seth said, I didn't send Ray to the hospital because uh, I, I need to be in good shape next week. Because I'm going to challenge Ray for that U.S. title mm-hmm. next
2: week. That should be a killer match. Uh, after that, we had a Randy Orton promo. Again, Randy Orton just sort of talks like a movie villain. It's it's always fun to watch him. Mm-hmm. But know. he's supposed to be a good guy. Yeah, which is always weird. But, uh, yeah, this is a really good Randy Orton promo. It was really well lit. I like when they do those for him. Uh, after that, we had Asuka and NXT's Diana Perazzo. Um, it was good to see Kairi Sane walk
1: out with Oscar onto the stage.
2: Yeah, so uh, the latest on Kairi Sane is the WWE apparently wants her to be back. I think I got this from... Who did I get this from? Alex McCarthy? Mm. Is that from right? Tuck Sport? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think he had it on Twitter. Okay. Somebody had it. Uh... It's one of these people. It's either Alex McCarthy or it's Sean Ross Sapp or it's uh, Tom Callahu. They're all great. Follow them all. Yes. Or uh, who's a Square Circle Sirens guy? Casey Michael. Casey Michael. Yeah. It's one of them. Anyways, somebody said that they're looking to have her back before the end of this year. Okay. So I think there's, is there a Madison Square Garden show the coming The day after up? Christmas, yeah. The day after Christmas? 26th, okay. She might be back for that, so but until days. then, there's going to rest. That's good. She, she's going to rest. Be patient with it. Yeah, but there hasn't been anything like you said earlier or yesterday with concussions. They rarely say anything. So yeah,
1: and depending on the severity, you know, and how well they respond to treatment and rest and what, it will kind of be the deciding factor when they come back.
2: Oh, here we go. Here's the here's from the Impact Twitch page how to co-stream. Yeah, well you can co-stream with XSplit. With XSplit. Well, yeah, that's what we can still do that with those.
1: Uh, so uh, before the match started they gave a they had a video package for diana prop so it looked like a lot of it was maybe reused from the young classic nonetheless it's good to see her on TV because she's great mm-hmm. so she gets to the ring she takes off her jacket and immediately kicks Oscar out of the ring
2: yeah that was rad. great
1: that was great Saying, I'm not intimidated by you Oscar yeah. um, go to commercial we come back bell rings Oscar just unleashes a ton of kicks to diana uh, falls with a couple hip attacks uh diana eventually though hits like a flatliner, flat liner puts oscar right in the Fujiwara armbar. uh oscar escapes but goes right into a roll-up gets a two then goes right into an armbar attempt mm-hmm. can't lock that in so she transitions to a knee bar mm-hmm. uh, and then she transitions from that to an stf and then back to work in the arm and then diana tries to power out and then oscar goes to an ankle lock uh diana hits a judas effect to escape all that Hits a flatliner, gets a two. That was great. That was an awesome sequence because going into there, they were talking about how uh, Deanna Paracho is a submission expert. Mm, Yeah, yeah. And, uh, of course, Asuka is no slouch in that department either. Uh, We got Kawada kicks from Asuka, perhaps my second favorite move in all of wrestling. Um, uh, Follows with a head kick, puts Deanna in the Asuka lock, uh, and then uh, Deanna taps. Yeah. It was
2: a really fun match. It was a great, great, it was great show. Really, really for good and yeah, terrific showcase for her. Hopefully, they'll actually put her on NXT TV. Maybe this is a prelude to that because uh, her and Chelsea Green have been, I believe, either tagging or uh, in singles competition, but sort of cornering each other. Yeah, um, on the Florida Loop. Yep. So uh, after that, we had the Becky Lynch interview. We already sort of talked about that a little bit, um, but it was the the structure of it was pretty good. So she's
1: asked, "How are you handling the loss?" And Becky says, uh, you know, I haven't really been myself the last couple months because I got put in the tag division because the powers that be, are trying to protect me. And she goes on, I'm the golden goose. Management is trying to protect her from Oscar because uh, management doesn't think Becky can beat Oscar. And she says, I'm handling the loss by looking at it honestly. Yeah. What's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, totally. And says, I need Oscar because she hasn't beat her, but she needs that to change because she needs to prove something to herself. Yeah. In the process, prove something to management.
2: So, I mean, obviously this is going to lead to a match at the Rumble. Is there any chance this could go beyond to, like, be a Mania match? That'd be killer to me, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, Mm -hmm. I would absolutely love that. Um, I just don't know how they're going to steer. I mean, maybe they're just waiting for the Rumble to get – I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't see a clear path to all the horsewomen going at it together. But then they can write that pretty easily on the raw after the rumble. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Sasha ends up winning the the women's rumble,
1: or if it's, it's, if it's a Brett Luger thing where <laughs> yeah, Sasha, Sasha and Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte win it,
2: that'd be that'd be fun. So that'd be interesting stuff.
1: Yeah, but then they, you'd find yourself in not the same situation, but a similar situation last year where you have. Uh, you know, like uh, in this case, a fatal four-way with both titles and theory on the line. And they want to rep
2: go. Yeah, huge, I don't know, man. I too mean, too
1: closely what went down last year. I they could do
2: what they did at WrestleMania ten and have uh, one match early and one match late. Mm-hmm. No, uh, no. I mean, what they could do is, you know, whoever wins, whoever gets the pin on and uh, in, in the fatal four-way would win their brand's title. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, it's not quite the stakes that all titles are on the line. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it worked well last year. I know. I. You're right, you're right in that. I'm not sure that they would want to go to that well because it's a very specific thing. Yeah. You know, winner takes all. But, uh, you know, Cena versus Rock is supposed to be once in a lifetime. Uh and then it happened next year. Yeah. So after that, we had uh, Rey Mysterio's promo. Man, every time I, I – we say this every single week. We say this every single week. But who'd have thought Rey Mysterio would come back to WWE and be, like, the freaking cornerstone <laughs> like, the guy that you look forward to his promos are so good. They're so mm-hmm. heartfelt. Mm-hmm. And then he busts out some Spanish, too. He's experience, man. He's great. He's got a lot of mileage
1: on him, and, and with that comes experience. Yeah. That always helps. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's not quite the same thing, but remembering Goldberg when he was in WCW. Oh, yeah. He was an awful promo. Yeah. And he did commentary for MMA for years, and he mm-hmm. comes back for that short little run with Brock, and he's great. Yeah. It's just the experience of talking on camera. And just being old. Yeah, an experience of life. Yeah, that, too. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he just says, uh, I'll defend the title against Andrade anytime, um, But he has got a beef with Andrade for trying to end Carrillo's career. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he says, Seth started a fight, and he showed, he showed the world why no one respects him. <laughs> he says, I'll take you on next week, Seth. Yeah. That was awesome. And then the main event, Randall Orton versus AJ Styles. Uh, a little back and forth early to start. Orton goes for an RKO pretty quick. AJ escapes, rolls out of the ring. Orton gives chase. AJ goes back in the ring. Orton follows, AJ kicks him, but then they end up back outside anyways, where Orton drops AJ on the apron with belly to belly. I like that this they, they managed to uh, book a
2: match that had a lot of drama uh, centered around the calf crusher. I know, I know. And Samoa Joe on commentary, God dang it, man. He's mm-hmm. so good. Um, he was selling those all those holds, all those yep. leg holds yep. like nobody's business. Yep. It was great.
1: Uh, so AJ escapes draping DDT, puts Randy into the calf crusher, Uh, And then Randy's about to get to the rope AJ pulls him back towards the middle of the ring Puts the calf crusher back on Orton eventually does get to the rope He goes ringside AJ follows him out there Uh, Chop blocks him Starts working over uh, Randy's leg Post-commercial break Uh, Randy tries to get the upper hand With a poke to the eye Hits power slam um, After AJ kicks him in in the leg Uh, Orton goes up top for a superplex Uh, Instead AJ drops him on the top rope Follows another chop block, and then a lion salt. That gets him a two count. Uh, and Randy sends AJ the apron after a Styles' clash attempt. to cut to commercial. Uh, no, that was the end. What I thought was gonna be the end of the show. It's not. We're back. AJ's down in the middle of the ring. Orton's getting ready for an RKO. Uh, Styles reverses it into another calf crusher. Styles pulls him back in the ring to reposition him. Randy escapes. AJ sets up for a phenomenal form. Uh, Randy teases RKO. AJ puts on the brakes and then tries it again. Then eats the RKO and Orton wins.
2: Yeah, uh, I think it was. I want to say Wrestle Talk um, said that this was like a botch on AJ's part. I, if that's true, I read it as just heightening some of the drama. Yeah. Honestly, I did. Like, I was like, oh, he was, he knew that that was coming. Tried, it was like a a pump fake. Yeah, you know That's how I interpret it, too. That's how I interpret it. I didn't think it was AJ messing up or anything. Yeah, I
1: didn't initially think that was the case anyway. So, OC runs down the ring. They start beating up on Orton. War Raiders come down, trying to make the save. They get beat up by the OC, too. OC, stand Tall, finish the show.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they had a really nice close-up on AJ at the end there. Mm Mm-hmm punctuated That mm-hmm. was good stuff
1: Jonathan here in chat says Orton's knee selling was magnifique it was really good yeah. it was
2: really terrific um, let's open up some mail and then we'll take some questions sounds good we got a bunch, We got some presents here I actually knew a ton of mail I try to stay away from the post office best I can during the holidays uh, because it's a nightmare situation yeah um, I just yeah whenever I, when I was sending out those friendo club shirts mm-hmm. I just had a bunch of bags put in my wife's truck mm-hmm. because she works at the post office and then she just deals with it there uh, let's see here. Oh, this is coming to us from Zach Stolpa. Oh, cool. So that's very nice of him. This my consolation
1: prize for finishing last in in that particular football league.
2: Oh, did you? Fi- oh, well, yeah, but you're building for the future. Of exactly, so Yeah, I am headed to the finals uh, against my son, Christopher Kaufman.
1: Oh. All sorts of return labels. <laughs> I'm sending this one back. I see a, a Marty Skrull type. Oh,
2: look at that! Garment.
1: We got a oh.
2: Got some villain club. It's oh, a, the elite.
1: This hangman page
2: shirt with the horse on it. Here's the Marty Skrull elite. There it is. Thank you, Zach Stolpa. Thank you, Zach. Awesome. Very cool. Cowboy stuff. Yeah, man. Well, this right here is this a sign of things to come? Marty Skrull back with the elite? No, that was an old shirt, man. They Where did he that belongs. Well Maybe eventually. Maybe Zach Stolpa
1: is a prognostic. He is. He's foreshadowing. He knows the future. He's Nostradamus.
2: This is coming to us from... Amazon Fulfillment. Uh, Oh, Draft House Games! Oh, cool!
1: What incredible stuff are they saying What? Is,
2: yeah. Oh my god.
1: It's a that? triple H sledgehammer. Oh my gosh. Three feet tall. What is, is that an inflatable title too?
2: Yes! It's a giant inflatable universal championship.
1: Yeah, the inflatable triple H sledgehammer.
2: That is great. Thank you so much, Draft House Games. Okay. Air, this, it says <clears> Air
1: Enormous. <throat> that's the That's pretty cool.
2: Okay, so this next one here is from the Discord Club. Which, right now, you can actually get access for free to Mm -hmm. the Discord. It's like a couple of rooms Mm -hmm. that you're able to get access to. And then it's $1 on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. you get full access. And they get full access for life for just one $1 pledge. Let's open up this bad boy. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's see what these weirdos sent us. It's coming to us from WWE, so this is some sort of WWE product. Oh, wow. Wow.
1: Uh oh! This is something like really expensive.
2: Certainly is very heavy. So check out—it's got—it's the—it's a a very heavy box with the WWE logo on it. Logo on it. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> we got our very own it's <laughs> Slammy. It's Slammy
1: Award. That's a nice box.
2: Oh, my God. This is heavy. It is heavy. This is like legit. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That's pretty darn cool. We got our own Slammy, man. Oh, that's fantastic. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, everybody. thank you so that's much. That's so cool. He told me to, to oh click on something here. That is heavy. The Slammy Awards award to the top-notch award-winning podcast never to win a Slammy Award from Discord Moderators and Friendo Club to Steven Larson. Thank yeah, you very much.
1: There. Put that right
2: here. There's the Slammy right there. That is absolutely amazing. Oh, look, at major this, award. look at this. Look at this. Is a hell crazy. of a box too. I know. Oh my God. You guys are too much. Too much. Oh man. Now I got it. Now I got to lay off the Discord Club, man. Yeah, man. Now I got to be all nice to them and stuff. That's 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 fantastic. That's incredible. Thank you so much. All right. So uh speaking of Discord, uh, if you want to hop on Super Chat, i take a look at some of these questions here. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said? See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy.
3: Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Uh, Dom L, I hope Cal Jack has a big appetite because Liv Morgan is about to be feeding him a big slice of humble pie every Monday night.
2: Uh, you hope Cal Morgan. Wait, what? I don't what does that have to do with Cal know. Jack? Uh,
1: don't throw to twenty. Says, are you really? Are we really being set up for a Reigns Rumble win? Yeah, yeah. Because if you assume that Seth and Kevin Owens would be taking or uh, fighting for that U.S. title mm-hmm. at Mania, because it's more or less the real top title on Raw, mm-hmm. so Brock can do some celebrity thing, yeah, which shouldn't involve the world title, but will. Then the winner of the rumble has got to come from SmackDown. Reigns makes the most sense.
2: Yeah, he does. Um, that's true. That yeah, is true. and
1: don't throw the twenty falls up. Is there any chance Raw superstar can win the rumble? There's a chance, but it's only if they get away from the idea of Brock taking on either Kane or uh, Tyson Fury. Because you don't need either of them to win the rumble to
2: set that up. I mean, I yeah. I mean, it's 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 probably going to be Owens. I'm sorry. It's probably gonna be Owens Seth, but I don't know. Like it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to see Owens Brock at, uh, at I Mania. think that
1: if you want to make a star, Kevin Owens, man, a, a, a face star. That's what you do.
2: That's how you do it.
1: You have him get past Seth, and then uh, he takes on
2: Brock Lesnar. I know. Uh, over here on the Patreon, uh, let's see here. Uh, Logan, I have a feeling that Liv Morgan vignettes will get darker as time goes on until her comeback. What are your thoughts? I would love... I think so. there's,
1: there's undercurrents of something more going
2: on. Sinister. Than, I would love yeah. for them to be... I would love for them to change up. I just have a feeling it's going to be in the bathtub every single time. You know they do? They like film all everything in like one go. Yeah. Let's try to be efficient. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, but it, it lacks creative.
1: Uh, Michael Forbes, Comic Adventures of Steve and Big Red, and also Larson.
2: Big Red, <clears throat> yeah, Big Red. He's I don't know we're fighting right now, elevating the title, Larson. That's how you do it, right yeah, there. I treat it well. You feature him. He, well, you talk to him about that. I didn't know he was such a he was he was such a combustible element. Big Red. I don't think I don't know if you're ready for the responsibility. By the way, belt. uh, continuing adventures of Big Red and Steve will be on our Instagram account at Steve and Larson. I might start uh, running a, a giveaway uh, of some sort on our Instagram because we got to b- boost up those Instagram numbers, man. So we got to do some gimmick uh, giveaway type thing. Yeah, of course, that's what everybody does, man. Uh,
1: can't be censored. I was at Raw Live, and there was, was there for next week's taping. Next week's episode will be really fun. All right, it looked like it had the potential to be fun.
2: I I did not really dive into
1: the spoilers. Uh, don't throw to twenty. Who will be the big face to take down Lesnar? Maybe Kane
2: Velasquez. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about it a little bit, be nice to us, Kevin Owens. Uh Jacob oh, Diana Perazzo? Eh? Why would you ever bring somebody up for one match just to have them lose? Because they haven't she hasn't really <clears throat> I mean, I know her and Chelsea Green had their in the crowd moment at that one episode of NXT. They haven't done anything else, so it's not like, oh, you're bringing her over just to bury her. She had a really good showing against Oscar. She wasn't intimidated in the least. Who's a dominant performer. Yeah, I don't have an issue with it whatsoever. So like, it's not like she's been built up on TV or anything. No. Uh,
1: Mr. Tuesday Afternoon, I hate seeing someone in two title pictures. It just gives less people the chance to be relevant. It's okay once in a while, but it's all too frequent now.
2: Who are you talking about?
1: I, uh, well, I guess
2: Becky was kind of in the two title picture. Yeah
1: knee uh, Kyle recast home alone characters with WWE wrestlers who's Kevin McAllister is that Drake Maverick
2: <laughs> yes yeah or Nicholas um, and then who's Joe Pesci well now it's Seth Rollins mm-hmm. and Daniel Stern is AOP okay uh, Ethan Smith why have the 24 7 title at this point they're just gonna suspend the rules every time the champion has a match and just do the same like maybe not a, it just seems pointless yeah. Well, I mean it's, you know, it's it's good for I get it. It's it, it doesn't take up a lot of time. It's good for their social media. It's good to get like silliness and 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 uh, you know, other media personalities involved in the company. I just
1: miss when there was actually stories revolving around the 24/7 title. And they didn't really do that anymore.
2: When did they do that? When Drake was going after it. Oh yeah. Yeah, well,
1: Uh, Fiend Kicks which woman from any company do you think would compliment Bray Fiend the best Thunder Rosa Sue Young
2: oh that's a good one Rosemary yeah I was thinking that too Uh, let's see here Wolfpack for life should Luke Harper's decapitated head be in Eric Rowan's cage like the Fiend's lantern that's a little too grim yeah that's that's like too much
1: uh dom l for context cal buried live on your pay-per-view live stream
2: he buried a lot of those white claws too <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he did what did
1: he say uh i don't know i just don't think he's i don't think he's he's huge on live morgan
2: I mean, I could be if I saw like her actually do stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was, her wrestling was coming along. Yeah, she had a fun uh, dark
1: match against Ember Moon. Yeah, oh yeah, we that's right, down. yeah, that she fun. did.
2: Um, but I, I just haven't really, she doesn't have, they have not given her a personality to speak of. So it's hard to judge based off of the little stuff we've seen. Mm-hmm. So if Cal expressed any uh, apathy, I, I understand it. Yeah. I mean, we haven't been given anything to get excited about. And to be
1: uh, fair, Dom L. is like top Liv Morgan fan in the world, maybe.
2: Oh, sorry, Dom. Well, you know, we all have our thing. Uh, James Rodriguez, what is the best feud in WWE history that did not involve a title? I'm going to say the custody papers over Dominic. That was awesome. Uh, Vince versus God. Um, End of an era. But yeah. that's a that's a good one too. <laughs> Vince versus God. Who didn't love that one? That was so messed up. It was like what the heck, Vince? That's just out of control. Yeah, yeah, out he of control. was totally out of control. Vince is a habitual line stepper. Um, let's see here. Oh, there you go. Greg Morris says, "Can Seth's faction be called the Architects of Pain?" I don't know. Do you have a name? Do you have a clever name for uh, Seth's faction?
1: The Architects of
2: Pain. That's what Greg Morris was saying. Oh, said. sorry. <laughs> okay, that was awesome. He was in there looking at a picture of Stevie Bradley and Mr. Dope. No, you said a Matt chat question. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, you and Greg Morris are on the same
1: page. All right, Jose Alaguna, if The Undertaker had a burger joint, mm. what would be some of the names of the, f- uh, the food items on the menu? Oh,
2: Uh, well, I guess you
1: can call the the really large hot dog the choke slam. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. Their one pound burger, I guess, you could be the tombstone. Okay, yeah. that's all pretty obvious stuff. Yeah. Uh,
2: um, like an old like an old drive-in style uh, burger, would be called old school. That's good. And then like the challenge burger, like if they have one that's so ridiculously big, if you can eat it, you it's get all the free or whatever. It's called streak. No, it's called the last ride. Oh, the last ride. Okay. Yeah. Then like the chili cheeseburger, that'd be the streak, because it might leave one in mm-hmm. your pants. When okay, you're that could be River Stygian. The River Stygian, that's the milkshake. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyways, uh, let's see here. Uh, Logan Finsterbush again. Will we see Harlem Heat versus the Revival in the near future? Oh, that'd be awesome. I would love that so much. Hell When's yeah, that? Because I mean, they wrestled. A couple of years ago. Yeah, I think for Booker T's promotion. Yeah. for Reality of Wrestling, right? Yeah, but I don't know if... The, I don't remember if they ever said, hey, this is our last one. Yeah, no, I don't either. know. I think it'd be great. They don't have to do anything crazy. Matt Bass Wrestling. Scissors Kick. Slapjack. One, mm-hmm. two, three. Mm-hmm. Did you see the uh, the Ascension's new name? No. The Awakening. Oh, that's good. They have their first uh, I saw they booked a couple of dates. Up. Yeah. Yeah. it's good. Yeah, I think they're going to have the same gear on, only they're going to be slightly fatter <laughs> because that's what that's what you either you either get a little fatter or you just get an amazing shape after yeah. you leave the WWE Maybe they'll get an amazing shape I hope so I really
1: do that road schedule's tough man I imagine it's gotta be hard to, to that is not easy stick
2: to a workout regimen that's not easy uh, let's see here Thomas Dunnigan not Raw related but overall WWE related uh, is Finn Balor versus AJ Styles the best match featured on a TLC pay-per-view I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at the matches. I don't know off the top of my head.
1: I'm going to tentatively say no because the match was good, but I didn't really think it was great.
2: It, it just it had the, the Bullet Club thing hovering yeah, in the it, air. I
1: think it got by more so on it uh, made it, it, atmosphere. the atmosphere. The
2: dream match aspect of it. Yeah, But, I mean, I'd probably say just off the top of my head that uh, New Day Revival match actually awesome. in terms of being a better match, I think yeah. it was.
1: Um, yeah, because it didn't – like AJ came straight from
2: South America – I was tired. food poisoning or something like that. I had poopy in my pants. So. It wasn't good. Some person, somebody asked me if I had seen uh, the poop stain on Ivar's. uh, Yeah, I noticed there was something going on there. There was something going on there. I don't know what it was. Oh, poop my pants. Anyways, uh, I think that's it for the show. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. Man, look at this. We went a slammy. That's heavy, too. Good for us. Look at that. I want to say thank you. I mean, Owen Hart used to carry around two of those all time. I want to say thank you to Big Red. I want to say thank you to uh, uh, Chongo for doing the job, doing the honors for me. Now I get to go on to fantasy football. Take on my son. Anyways, thanks, everybody. Uh, Patrons, $5 and up, and YouTube channel members, stick around. About 15 minutes or so, we've got ourselves an overrun episode. Correct. Don't know what we're going to talk about, but it should be fun. Yeah, we're looking into it right now. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later.
1: Goodbye.